This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. September 3rd, 1976, the Viking 2, the second of two spacecraft sent by NASA to Mars, is plunging 1,000 miles through the Martian atmosphere in a near-total radio blackout. The Viking 1 had landed on July 20th, the seventh anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. The plan had been for Viking 1 to land on July 4th, the American bicentennial, but the pictures it was sending back from orbit showed the intended landing site was too rough. It ended up landing in a rubble and boulder-strewn plain in the northern equatorial region, where it carried out its mission of collecting data and sending back photographs. It sent the first clear pictures of the Martian surface and the first color photos. Now the Viking 2 was hurtling toward Mars. It had a similar design, an orbiter and a landing vehicle, but there was a problem with the radio signal coming from the orbiter. The crisis began 26 seconds after the landing craft separated. Engineers on Earth could see that the orbiter was swinging erratically side to side. They thought it may have been jolted by the separation, and they also noticed that the orbiter's three gyroscopes, which kept it in position, were losing power. The orbiter was rolling wildly. It had onboard sensors that were meant to keep the craft oriented toward a particular star, and its 58-inch dish pointed towards Earth. They had lost both of those targets. Within seven minutes of separation, the Viking 2 went dark. NASA stopped receiving any data. There was an emergency meeting of computer and communications experts. They decided to try a Hail Mary. They'd use the tiny low-gain antenna to try to get at least a faint radio signal. The orbiter normally transmitted at 4,000 bits per second. Just by way of comparison, Netflix, 3 million bits per second. The small antenna transmitted at 8.3 bits per second. Not 8.3 million, 8.3. But it was all they had. It worked. They got a signal, a weak one, but they knew the Viking 2 was still flying. And they knew the landing craft was making its way through the atmosphere toward the surface. First at over 400 miles an hour, and then after a parachute deployed at about 145 miles an hour. Then, less than a mile above the surface, landing rockets began firing to slow the craft down to about 5 miles per hour. The Viking 2 landed on the surface of Mars with about the same force you hit the ground with when you hop down from the back of a pickup truck. NASA engineers knew this because the landing craft tripled the rate of its data transmission. That was programmed to happen the instant the lander's three aluminum foot pads touched down on Mars. When it did, there was pandemonium at mission control. The Viking 2 lander operated on the surface of Mars for nearly four years. 
It was shut down in April of 1980 when it lost battery power. The orbiter sent thousands of images back to Earth before it stopped working in 1978. Part of the Viking 2's mission was to look for signs of life on Mars. The results were, well, almost certainly no sign of life, but it wasn't conclusive. Mars is a big planet, and a few robotic probes over the decades may not find evidence of past or present life on Mars, even if it did exist. One thing the Viking 1 and Viking 2 missions, and the thousands of photographs they sent back, did prove there aren't giant, scary Martian monsters up there. Santa Claus, you will never return to Earth. Now you belong to Mars. Ho, ho, ho. Which is good, because in space nobody can hear you scream. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century. For real space-age fun, you'll be out of this world when Santa Claus conquers the Martians.